Chicago Now Radio with Alex Quigley and Amy Goof. Chicago's WGN Radio 720. Halfway point of today's Chicago Now Radio show. Thank you for joining us. Our fourth guest is uh, someone who was prevented by God from coming here last week. And I don't mean there was a religious objection to the content. (laughs) I mean floods and lots of floods. Her name is Rachel Wolf. She writes The Art of Advice on ChicagoNow.com. Hey, Rach. Hi. Welcome at long last. Thank you. It feels good. If you don't mind, you, you, can, tell, you can tell the story of, of your journey last week to, oh, first. Oh, my God. Because you were supposed to be on. Yes, I was. And, and I left at the same time. I left at the same time that I left today. And I was an hour early today, which was fantastic. Well, you came in, you're coming in from? Uh, middle of nowhere. That's good middle enough. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, temporarily. I was in Chicago for a while and getting my way back but um yeah it, it do you had, mind saying the name of the city though yeah um, byron illinois she commuted from byron. byron illinois there's there's a nuclear power plant there and a, and some beautiful scenery and not a whole lot else but um there's a great paintball range that's actually in the shadow is there really in the shadow of the uh, byron nuclear towers there's a little area there i've lived there my well almost my whole life and I never. I need to get there then. Belvedere High School senior year. We went there for a big trip. Let's have awesome. a tweet up. Let's I have a tweet paintball. up. No, it's like in the shadow of the towers too. Oh my god! Weird. Like if the, wait, as the sun sets, like you're like, oh man, <laughs> Wolverines! Ah! Let's have a Byron, Illinois tweet up at the paintball place. <laughs> so you you drove in from Byron. Yes, on, yes. I assume you took ninety then. I ninety. Yes. That's and so you were very familiar with that nearly highway. washed away. I you was. are so familiar with that highway. In fact, yes, I've driven at least ninety thousand miles on it, and you felt least. compelled to write a book about that. That's right. Tell us about the book. Um, Well, it's a collection. It's a nonlinear narrative of photographs and poems collected. The poems I wrote over the course of seven years, so... um, that's there's that and then the photographs I took over the past couple of years and I was just kind of trying to compile the story of what it's like, you know, to live in Chicago and and kind of still live there. I mean I I did a lot of driving back and forth because I love the city and I also love the countryside. So um you know it's kind of about that there's always dualities in my life, so that's kind of what the book of is about, I guess. It's, cool. your, it's yeah. your love letter to the the Illinois interstate system. Yes, it's my <laughs> love letter to I ninety and how wonderfully <laughs> awesome it's been to me in my life <laughs> so you, you were coming in and and eventually uh... everything was good until i hit like i said i wrote an article about it and everybody should read it read it read it um till i hit kimball and there was just a wall and the signs were down and i had no idea where how far i was from whatever and and i was like okay i'm ditching 90 mm-hmm. i ditched 90 and got off on armitage and i was screeching through all the little side streets downtown and i was kind of having a blast driving like a cab driver and uh (laughs) and i showed up i'm looking at the parking lot at 10 30 you know when the show was over when your segment was over it was done you know it it it, we appreciate you making it uh, obviously this time but uh, you know i I, i've never i've never seen i've (laughs) never seen our producer actually take that many phone calls and he kept you know uh, you you were in contact with him. I, I assume it's at red lights. I assume is when you called him. Uh, yeah, I tried to. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I was Joe very the cop is listening. The, yeah, with the hands free thing. Right. Yeah, I was very well in traffic. I mean, I was stopped when I was talking to him. I was like, I'm, That's right. I'm not moving. That's right. <laughs> well, your blog in general, the art of advice, is a very. I would say. It's a, it's a general advice blog. It's not focusing on any one thing, but right. overwhelmingly positive. Like, you are a very positive person. <laughs> Thank you. I try to be. I try to be, yes. Um, there's just too much good stuff in Because you, sw- right. you haven't sworn once yet in recounting that story, and I think <laughs> most people would have, would have tripped our panic button by now. That, yeah. That's private. I keep the, the cursing private. My friends can attest to that. I've... 
Thank God for them. <laughs> okay. Your friends. Uh, yeah. Speaking of your friends, yeah. you wrote a you wrote a post, a pretty long post about uh, males and females and yeah. whether or not uh, they can just be friends. They can. They can if they're honest. And and honesty, as I get into in the article, is um is something that we have a lot of blurry lines with. Honesty isn't something to me that has any blurry lines, and I I kind of compare it to. Um, you know, when you get that second food of plate, you were full of first plate, you get the second plate and you kind of start to feel guilty about it and you start making excuses. Oh, I'll go to the gym or whatever, but you feel bad. Why? Honesty is, honesty is the same way. You know, when you're being honest, you don't feel bad ever when you're being honest. And, and if you weren't fully honest, there's that little lingering guilt. Yeah. Guilt. You could call it guilt. Yes. And, um. But, so if you're, but isn't there can I something... call it something other than guilt? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to call it Fred. Fred, yes, <laughs> I there... had a plant named Fred once. Isn't so Fred there is something perfect. to be said though for? Oh, I mean, not oversharing. Don't you think you can make it awkward if you were like, I don't want to date you, but we're friends, and I, you know, I find you attractive, right? Don't hot. you think that could be weird? It could be, but for me in my life, I mean that that has happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've come out and said you're attractive. You're attractive. I find you attractive, but this no, we're just friends. I'm not going to hit that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. And um and and I feel like life is short. We only have so much time in a day. Sure. And that kind of that kind of weeds out the people that probably wouldn't have been good friends down the road. That's fair. So you get the guy I mean, even even the people uh for in your case it'd be guys that would, you know, want to sleep with you at some point and then probably <laughs> not be good friends, you know. Right. I, I guess I could see if you're up front. So how how many how many minutes into your first conversation with somebody <laughs> do you, does that conversation take place? Because um, uh, I've, I've I've known you for like twelve minutes now. So at what point what point would would that conversation <laughs> take place? Weeks, months? Um, Have you actually done that with somebody the first time you met them? I can't recall the first time. Uh, it's usually after. I mean, okay. Cause... Well, that's really honest then. That's kind of Amy's point right there. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Not. I mean. First time you meet somebody, it's so, there's always that yeah, little bit of pretense there. Yeah, and okay. a little bit of walls going on still. But um, you know, after you hang out for a few weeks and you start to get to know somebody. and So that would be oversharing then? At that point, probably. That's a point for That's goof? not necessary. <laughs> That's right. Point for goof. So, it, you, so you think it's possible if everyone's up front at the get-go. But the problem with people is that they're people and they aren't up front. So how yeah. do you deal with that? <laughs> well, why aren't they up front? I mean, and that's kind of what I want to try to tackle with this ad- advice thing is, well, why aren't they up front? I mean, why have we built up this little wall around ourselves where we feel like we need to uh, not be up front? Why I do mean, you think? Because it's a protection. It's a protection. And, and that's maybe why I try to stay so positive because if more people stay more positive – then there's fewer walls, and we can make more connections with more people. And, I mean, it sounds really, you know, naive almost, but we can make the world a better place. We can all be nicer people. We can all get along, you know? We really can. Slow clap. <laughs> yeah, slow clap. <laughs> and, and, and that's just how I'm choosing to live my life. I, I had lived it with walls before. And, what changed? And, um, what, what, what was the it's event? It's exhausting. I think it was just... A series of years, and I was just tired all the time. Just always, always tired. Tired of putting up a front. Well, I don't even know if I knew it at that point, at that you know what it was, but I was just mm-hmm. tired, and I didn't want to be tired anymore. Fair I want to be happy. Playing social games is pretty tiring. Yeah, you know? I mean, like you would know. 
I I I don't Wait. know. I I'm, I'm the Wait, most. Was that out loud? My inner I'm the most was off again. Anti-social person. <laughs> you can imagine the most anti-social person with a thousand Twitter followers. I think in existence right now. Possibly. <laughs> you want to talk about sports? No. Bye. Bye then. <laughs> Dan is on the road, and now he's on WGN with Rachel. Hi, Dan. We just lost Dan. Aw. Sorry, Dan. Um, call Bye, back Dan. if you'd call like. Call back. <laughs> So three one two five nine one seventy two hundred. Can guys and girls be just friends? I, I I personally would say no. Less in I mean, dude, I'm right here. I can hear you. <laughs> no, I don't. Again, there's an unless on this one. Unless there is a, a work involvement, I think a lot of people are able to just you know this is work. This is personal life. People are very private with their personal lives. Can do that. I think I have my feelings hurt. Why? Well, I- you're more than a work friend to me. You're a friend friend. Well, yeah, but, you See know. See that? I was being honest. Uh-huh. Ha ha. We are not doing this on the air right now. That's fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm a better friend to you than you are to me then. That's fine. That's fine. We'll be back in a second. I'm Chicago Now Radio. <laughs> Chicago Now Radio with Alex Quigley and Amy Guth. Chicago's WGN Radio 720. Our guest is Rachel Wolf. The Art of Advice is the blog on ChicagoNow.com. Uh, she is probably one of the top ten most positive people I have met in my entire <laughs> life. Easily. Absolutely. You have, she has not stopped smiling yet since we've been here. And, and legitimately a, a very uh, positive advice column uh, she's writing. And the book is, what, 90,000 Miles on I-90? Uh-huh. Nice. And, and how can you find that? Uh, that's on blurb.com. You could actually go to, like, my website or my Facebook. I mean... It's, all, it's you, linked you under can, Chicago Now. Yeah, page yeah, you Perfect. can Google it all. It's we were we were talking about whether or not guys and girls can actually be just friends. Dan's in Chicago, and Dan's on WGN. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Dan. What's Hi. the story, Dan? Huh? <laughs> this it's 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 an audio medium. Um, if you're using hand signals, we can't see them. I don't use hand signals. What's going on, Dan? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I I've got female friends, you know, we're just friends, and I've known for years, and, you know, but, but then it's this, you know, the relationship one is different, you know? Uh-huh. Yes. It's kind of like, I want more out of the relationship, and she just won't be honest to tell me what she's wanting with me. It's like, am I with this person wasting my time? Right. It could be somebody else out, you know, it's just... Wait, so you, you know, when you say you want something more, Dan, are you saying you're, you, when you're with a girl, meaning you already have a relationship and you want, like, a deeper commitment, or are you, you, hang yeah. out, you hang out with a girl and you want to hook up with her? Well, I, I hang out with her and I want, you know, a, like a commitment, you know, it's just her and I, we're, you know. Okay. Your friend. So. For, you, you want your friend to commit to you. And, and right, because I'll commit a heartbeat to her. And you've oh. communicated that to her, and she knows that. Kind of, I did see, but... I've been through stuff in my life where I'm tired of rejection. It's hard for me to, you know. You gotta stay positive, Dan. Stay positive. Hang in there. <laughs> no. I do. Believe me, it's. I don't know, you know. Dan. Dan, I, I honestly, if you've been honest, this girl, and 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 if you've said, uh, I would commit to you in a, in a heartbeat. Um, I, I, and she, and she and like, not. she answered with thanks or, yeah. there's, there's or, thanks. or she gave you a pen. If that's the case, I think there's a more <laughs> deserving woman. Exactly. Love you, Dan. Yes. Thanks for the call, Dan. We appreciate that. Yeah. That's, I mean, being positive is one thing, but, yeah. but where do you, you cross gotta get the line real. <laughs> between positivity and totally fooling yourself? Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. If, if you've come out and you have said, you know, how you feel and that, yeah, they've said thanks. 
move on. You know, or I just, made that just, up. She might have said just, something right, better. but I'm, or if she's not saying anything, she's kind of avoiding the topic. She's clear. Somebody who's interested, they're gonna reciprocate. You know, if you're interested, there is unrequited love. Go. Unrequited love is a tough one because it is. everyone's most people experience it yeah. uh, in one way or the other, either being the object or the yes. or the su- sufferer. I guess I don't know what the, <laughs> the right name would be for that. Yeah, I mean, but that's probably when it comes to relationships. I would say the toughest. Yeah. Especially for your approach, the positive approach. Like, yeah. everything's cool. Everything's honest. It's good. Go <laughs> if a guy's like, hey, I'm honest. I'm really into you. The girl's like, hey, I'm being honest. I'm really not. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I've, I mean, <laughs> no, cricket, that's happened cricket, to me. Cricket. And I've, I've been in both sides mm-hmm. of the situation. And, and you just have to, you can't take it so seriously. I mean, I have taken it seriously and it hurts and in both ways. And you just. So what happens after that moment? Like, do you, do you say bye? Or do you <laughs> that, that, talk about sports all of a sudden? That's up to the other person. Me, I'm totally okay with, okay, so, yeah, do you want to talk tomorrow or, you know, hang I think out it depends how you handle it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but I'm... Because I've been in that situation, too. Yeah. And, and Well, how do you handle it? I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, going from both perspectives, what if you profess your, 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 your long, love. bridled emotion... Run wild, you know, like, and then you get the flat. Oh, well, I'm not, that, I'm not that into you. Yeah, that, that's. Doesn't that end the is, relationship? No, it, I don't think if it's if it's um if you have a strong, I mean, if you have a if you have something there beyond the superficial, it will, it will still be there. I mean, and that's that's why I'm saying you kind of you weed out people. You right. know, that kind of Absolutely. sounds bad, Wait, but I mean, yeah, well, you weed them out, so the relationship's yeah. gone. You toss them out like a weed. Well, you know, you're not. They tossed they you. They tossed themselves. They out. tossed I think, you. I think, I think putting yourself out there and and admitting you have feelings for a friend is not necessarily a deal breaker of your friendship. Right. It shouldn't be if, if you're, you're really friends. That's true. That that is true. But it's just it's very tough. What I'm trying to get out of this is is the, is the survival manual for yeah. the failed attempt. The survival. Yeah. Um, I know, think there's a response to your for a day. You know, maybe m- make yourself a drink and wake up the next morning. And <laughs> that's usually and, what happens. That's just, not a good one because it's never one drink. <laughs> but that's okay. You have to let yourself do what you need to do. But the next day, wake up. It's a new day and shake it off. Shake shake it off. <laughs> I like that. Chip into Calb. You're on WGN. Hey, uh, I have a pretty good story, actually. Um, Tell me, Chip. I, I kind of fucked the trend when it comes to girls and guys being females. Back, or, like, guys and girls being friends. Back in the day, believe it or not, <laughs> like, Girls I and guys a, being I females, was, I like I that. A, <laughs> Go ahead, I was Chip. a player, all right? And, uh-huh. that's, a, um, that's a player name, Chip. Right. Yeah, Chip the player. Like, Chip like chocolate, right? So, I worked with Ew. this girl named Gina, and we worked together for about six months. And six months into the friendship, really, um, I asked her, I said, so, Gina, are we ever going to have sex? And she goes, nope. And I said, all right. And so from that moment on, now, honestly, I, I was attracted to the girl. That's a great line. Uh, up until I asked her, I said, Gina, are we ever going to have sex? And she said, no. And I'm like, all right. So I kind of turned that off. And for the next, I don't know, two and a half, three years, maybe even four years, we hung out. And we were just friends. She had a boyfriend. And. Um, eventually Wait, I met, I Chip, met did my she, wife. Did she have a boyfriend when you asked her that question? Uh, no, I don't think question. so. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, so um, I don't think so? She was a bit of a player herself, so. Gotcha. But uh, I met my wife uh, while we were friends, and I, in fact, I brought my wife over to her house, and we hung out and whatever, and, and then... Uh, Couch surfed. I actually had... <laughs> My my friend Gina stand up in my wedding on my side of the thing. We bought her a dress. It was an awesome dress. It looked great, and 
And, and, and Chip, I, you got there with I, honesty. Yeah. Right. I, you know, and I think um, we've drifted apart now. I don't ever talk to her anymore. I get mass emails from her, and occasionally I'll see what she's doing on Facebook or whatever. Um, but, you know, it was kind of like this uh, this friendship that got us from where we were right. to me being married and, and her not being married, but whatever. She, uh-huh. She's still kind of a player. That's all right. Thank, th- um, th- thanks for the call, Chip. We appreciate that. Uh, that well, fi- transition. Good transition, though. Yeah. That's good. Well, yeah. fi- finishing up with Rachel Wolf on Chicago Now Radio, WGN. Mortgages. Chicago Now Radio with Alex Quigley and Amy Guth. Chicago's WGN Radio 720. Something a little uh, overtime with Rachel Wolf. She writes The Art of Advice on ChicagoNow.com. Um, you wrote a, a very positive advice and general advice it column. It's very positive advice. We're enjoying having you so far today. And again, <laughs> last time, uh, last week, uh, we talked about the start of your segment. Uh, you were flooded by Mother Nature. and you Poor actually, woman. You, it was, it, you <laughs> Washed could not. away. Washed you all the way back to Byron, Illinois. When, when, when Hubbard's Cave turned into Hubbard's Watery Cave and blocked the Kennedy, you actually couldn't get here. So we're glad you made it back here. Mm-hmm. Um, you wrote a blog post that Amy... Uh, it got Amy's attention, mm-hmm. um, and it's funny because you, you were asking out there, can I say the word sex? <laughs> and here I am hauling off with saying, hidden it. <laughs> yes, you, you can say the word yes, sex. Yes, you can, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> so in your blog post, you say, the trouble is people should just be having more sex. Yeah. Yeah. More love. More love. <laughs> more, more love in general. More yeah. love of all kinds. It kind of it goes back into you know what we were saying earlier about you know less walls hmm. around yourself, you know, and... And if and if you're not having sex or n- enough sex or the type of sex that you want to be having, I'm sorry, I have to share this right now. You can't why? see this. There is yeah. a family with their with children with right their outside face the window, pressed of the up studio. against the window here, at the showcase studio. <laughs> and, and, and Rachel's a, a and here lovely we are getting young woman. She's to the being, sex segment. You know, Rachel's just being a, a, an open, honest adult. And and there is the dad a, is saying, a, "It's okay, dad. it's okay, it's fine. We're going. They're, they're covering the their kids ears are and aged children like away 10, now. nine, and seven, and they just walked away." Gosh, so, family show Aww. here at WGN. Anyway, family Rachel, uh, anyway. back to the sex. The pe- the children have walked away, and there are adults congregated outside. So let's We're talk about some sex. <laughs> you believe people should have more sex in their yes, everyday do. life? I do, and and this is in a reaction to two two things really. One, my friend who is apparently getting some, and she's very happy about it. And then a reaction to also a story that I was I was discussing with my mother the other day. Um, and it was a somebody had written in about the Zitz comic strip, and there was a, a mention of swapping saliva or something. And somebody wrote into the, like the newspaper complaining about the vulgarity of it. And I was like, "What?" I was completely outraged. So, c- being kissing, out- yeah, kissing. You know why? Why are people? Why are we so conservative? Mm-hmm. Why are we? Why are we so uptight? Well, we're not having enough sex, and it's it's like the cycle, self perpetuating. Yes, it's the cycle. So we need to break the cycle. I mean, I was all about breaking out of ruts last week. That mm-hmm. was what I was all about writing about. And so, yeah, now it's time to break out of your sex rut. Okay, so did you break out of your sex? <laughs> rut? Oh God, that's personal. <laughs> let's, uh, let's use let's use the generic we or one would. Mm-hmm. One might say. One could say. Right. So, like. I didn't read that particular blog post. 
do you actually like give advice on how to do that? Well, that's what I'm hoping people will write in and with their questions. You're looking for interactivity. Interactivity, exactly, because I don't know exactly what is stopping you in your situation. I mean, there's a number of reasons why people might not be having as much or the quality of sex that they would like to be having. And I don't know what that is, and I don't want to just give general advice. Okay, I- well, were you talking more about single people or people in relationships already? Either. I mean, there, there's there's potentially more problems within an, a relationship if it's long-term, sure. right? I mean, sure. So you're yeah. saying if someone's in a relationship and listening to the show right now, they should turn off the radio and go have sex. <laughs> right. The, what, what are you, are you sitting listening? here listening to us for? Turn <laughs> that radio it. off. <laughs> or maybe we should just start playing Barry yeah, White the point behind is, every segment. <laughs> you feel everybody, I mean, if everybody is feeling, you know, those endorphins going and they're happier and we're all interacting in a Let's kind of make a challenge. Let's of, say... This is Operation Get Chicago Laid. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in Chicago, stop what you're doing right this minute and go have some sex right now. <laughs> I can see people outside laughing. Yes, they're There's going. People running they're off. Running. They're doing. Go have some sex right now. Nice. Yeah, they're going. They're, they're going. going. They're That's doing good. It. That's good. But responsibly. Responsibly, by of all course. Means. Of by course. all means. I mean, ask those questions. Ask those like, tough questions. Like, what's your questions. name? For example. <laughs> it's always a good place to start. What's your name? <laughs> Is this your house? <laughs> Are oh you are you of legal age? Another yeah. important question. <laughs> That's a very or, important. Or as a callback, yeah. whose couch is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Art of Advice, uh, written by Rachel Wolf. Uh, thank you for joining us. So we thank we, you for we appreciate me. making the big drive all the yes. way in from Byron. I do it again. <laughs> well, we hope to have you on again sometime soon. Sun goes down, sun comes up. Days can drown in a plastic cup in this town. In this town. Chicago Night Radio, Alex Quigley and Amy Guth. A dreary day here in Chicagoland. Uh, Amy, we're going to get to watch people on Michigan Avenue get soaked by a wall of water in about ten minutes. I cannot... Uh, if you can hear my voice and you're outside, run! <laughs> we do. We are looking at the radar here and there's just this zombie apocalypse of weather coming. But it's going to be cool. I kind of like storms. I do. They're good for the pensive mood. True. And we're going we're gonna to get deep and pensive and thoughtful with our first guest. Rachel Wolf writes the column, <laughs> The Art of Advice. You know, it's something about you coming here because the first time you came here was the actual flooding apocalypse that shut down the Eisenhower a few months back. Wow. I hadn't made that connection, but you're absolutely right. Are, are, you, are, are you a water sign? Is, is, is your what, – what, what astrological sign are you? I'm, I'm an air sign, actually. A Libra. Libra. Hmm. That's scales, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess there's no connection. Then we have there. no explanation for no, why, I, why I, you bring air currents. She's a witch. Weather. I'm a witch. <laughs> I never get tired of shouting that. So recently, you uh, went to a, and I don't know the terminology here because this is never something that I've done because it sounds terrifying to me. Uh-huh. You went to a sensory deprivation mm-hmm. chamber. Yeah. Is that the word I want? Is yeah. it a chamber? That's exactly what it is. Uh, and basically, it's exactly what it sounds like it is. It's you're floating in water, mm-hmm. and you're not touching the sides or the edges of it, and you're, you're not just supposed to, suspended right? mm-hmm. in this. And and to accomplish deep meditative thoughts, mm-hmm. okay, uh, deep re- relaxation. Uh, the Epsom salts are so ve- very cleansing, and so it's supposed to help you get rid of toxins and emotional and, okay. and physical, and and um, and it also um, it's kind of relaxes your muscles. I mean, you will feel more relaxed after soaking in the salt bath than after getting a 
you know, massage. Sure. So sure. L- let me let me just clarify. You're not like trying to pitch your own like sensory deprivation. Rachel Wolf's sensory deprivation land. <laughs> no. Like this is this is you, you that recommend like this. Sounds like kind of a kind of a kind of, of a place. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing. You recommend this because you feel it actually has a spiritual benefit for somebody. Absolutely. It, it, it has the potential to. Yeah. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you you might just be relaxed, or mm-hmm. you, you might hate it, but it's it's a. It's a new and weird experience, and I, I'm all about promoting those sort of things to anybody. You know, it reminds me of that Simpsons episode that Homer and Lisa both go <laughs> float in their own little sensory deprivation and end up kind of tripping, I think. Uh, well, that is um, – that's – one of the effects, possible really? effects, really, absolutely. So, Rachel, you were you were locked in this in this living coffin. <laughs> yeah, kind of floating. Is it? Is it sh- it's shaped like a coffin, um, it's, but bigger. It, from the front, it almost looked like a front loading wash machine, but it's long. So it's like in the Lady Gaga Bad Romance video, the thing they all, they all the thing they all climb out of at the start, right? Those are those are sensory deprivation tanks. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I, I'll have to look at that again. So I how, didn't make this. It's a great video. How long are you? How long are you in there? An hour. Wow. I went. I went for an hour. I don't know if they do longer or less. Or I mean, you can always exit anytime. Okay, that ready. was my next question. Is it? Are you? Yeah, you're not locked. Shut in there. You can no. just be like. Mm, I'm that out. was the other kind of strange thing. You go into a room, you unclothe, okay. and you climb in this chamber. And but you you don't lock the door to the room that you're in. So there's there's some trust involved, you know. You have to trust the people that are there. Oh and yeah. Well, now that you say that out loud, I, I went from oh yeah, I definitely want to do this. Ninety-three. <laughs> they're going to go through my purse no, while I'm in there. Yeah. No. I, I, that passed through my thought. Yeah. It was a little, you know. But that's part of why you go into the chamber is to, you know, you're trying to let go of those passing thoughts. All right. Three one two five nine one seventy two hundred. If you've ever done this, or if you. <laughs> think there are potential hazards in going into a tank. <laughs> you can also text us the short code 24720-24720 if you just want to text us. So you're you're in the tank. How many minutes go by before you start really feeling like you're in another place? Um, well, you ca- you do lose sense of time, and I have a pretty good, you know, sense of that. It probably maybe 15 minutes, 20. I mean, it takes a little while for your to get used to, mm-hmm. there's nothing. You don't hear anything but your breathing. They, you put earplugs in. And, wow. And um, um, it's complete dark. What made you, when were you ready to get out? What made you um, say, okay, I'm done? Well, I, the, they come and knock on your door. Okay, that would scare me to death. All of a sudden, it's, it's <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it would, too. I was terrified. When they told me that part, I was like, oh, how do I know when it's done? Yeah. Like, oh, we'll come get you. I was like, what do you mean? You'll come get me. I'm going to be naked in a tank. Right. <laughs> Don't come get me. They send a really, really chipper person. Hello? Get out! <laughs> no, it was like a... You just woke up everybody. You know. <laughs> That's what I do. Good I'm morning. Here for Good morning. <laughs> um, my, my little Julia Child voice will. Oh no! Up. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> um, no, it it sounds like a very muffled. Okay. Um, you know, because you're, you're underwater, it's sure. like if somebody were hitting the side of a bathtub, and it's just very. You kind of almost just feel the sound okay. rather than hear it. So it's very gentle awakening. Okay. And um, and how did you feel in the hours after? Did it, did the effects? kind of last for a couple of days or i think it lasted for a couple of days definitely a couple of days okay i don't know if too much longer how did you sleep that night um i think i went home and i slept right away yeah. i was just really relaxed okay I, I after i left i mean you go back out into the street in chicago you know there's stuff happening and i bet I, that's kind of weird it was weird i i felt a strange sense of a little bit of detachment like i, I was floating still mm-hmm. a little bit and there's all this hustle and bustle and i suddenly was just like oh 
no, it doesn't matter. It's very peaceful now. So everything's peaceful. You start to see the little peace moments that are happening sure. on the street amongst the chaos. It I was, want that. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was very cool. I mean, I wish I could have that every day, but, you know. Well, how much one of those things those pods cost, probably? Oh, to buy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. I mean, probably really Tribune Company, I mean, we could get one in the yeah, fitness center downstairs. You, Yeah. And then everybody's walking around the Tribune Tower really, really zen. This really is calm. the greatest. I realize you just blew your deadline, but that's okay. Let's talk about it. You just exactly. said, you just said the S word on the air, but you know the FCC. You must have been feeling it. And yes, I can respect it. Three one two five nine one seventy two hundred. Will in Evanston, you're on Chicago Now Radio on WGN. Hey, Will. Hey. Hi. This is the part where you talk, Will. Pardon me. What's going on, man? You said you did one of these tests, uh, did one of these tanks? Yeah, back in, what, uh, 84 or 83, I was living in L.A., and my friend, you know, he went to uh, one of the schools in L.A., and he said, you got to try this separate deprivation tank, and it was pretty cool. I mean, it, it was expensive, but it was like uh, an hour long. All right. And you just go in there, and you lay down, and it, you float. And you know they. they Are you in a tank now, Will? <laughs> um, so it's really cool. All right, thanks for the call, Will. We appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, the, I think the effects cool story, are bro. still yeah, yeah, still. So he gone. had a similar story. Sure. <laughs> Apparently, his his high has lasted twenty seven years. Yeah, he seemed he seems very mellow. Will never <laughs> Will's never actually left the tank. No, he's still there. Uh, it, it, well, so how how much does something like that cost? Is it is it um. Um, terribly expensive. I didn't think it was terribly expensive. Um, I mean, no more than getting a massage. Okay, I, and it's it wasn't even that much. I, I mean, it was like getting tip- a massage at the uh, the Corteva or something yeah. like that. Okay, I mean, do you tip them? I didn't. I, I wouldn't because they don't really. Well, they don't do anything. You so. did a no. great job knocking on my tank just now. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Right, Good job pouring that salt, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they do have these wonderful showers when you step out. It's they have these, you know, great smelling soaps and stuff because oh, you have nice. to wash all the salt off oh, sure. yourself. Right, right. But um, huh. um, we'll be talking more. <laughs> we'll be talking know. more about the women who run with the wolves with oh, yeah. Rachel Wolf. <laughs> I think you did that on purpose, didn't you? <laughs> I, a little. Amy Guth, Alex Quigley, Chicago Now Radio, News Seven Twenty, WGN. <laughs> that guy sounds like a jerk. Ra- <laughs> Rachel Wolf is her name. She writes the Art of Advice, and she is uh, she's our go-to person when it comes to introspective <laughs> weird stuff not, I would, not definitely weird not, weird. not weird you know weird, if you weirded us out first of all we wouldn't have you back more than once <laughs> okay second of all we, we would uh, tell you we were weird but no <laughs> no we wouldn't tell you directly we would just kind of hint about it on the air she was interesting <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we're gonna go from uh, your your sensory deprivation tank recommendations to the women who run with the wolves <laughs> what you does say, that mean like you're that like in a waste. world yeah. in a world where there are wolves and they are running <laughs> one woman dares to run with them Rachel Wolf is <laughs> that woman his announcer career is happening um, yeah. so it is uh, uh, the, the subtitle of that book is myths and stories of the wild woman archetype mm-hmm. and so what uh, what attracted you to read that book um, it was recommended to me by um, several people mm-hmm. for several years, mm-hmm. and um, and finally, I just um, one of my friends said, "You know, all these answers, you know, the questions that you're asking me, I'll, you're going to find all the answers in this book." I was like, "Really? I want answers. Who doesn't want answers? Who doesn't want right? answers? So and, far, are you finding answers?" Um, yeah, actually, 
um, you don't find answers like, oh, yes or no, but um, it's it's all stories, mm-hmm. um, and which surprised me because when I bought the book, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, at all. I didn't read anything about it. I, right. I just kept hearing it. So I just bought it and thought, hey, like the sensory deprivation thing, I'll try a new adventure. <laughs> you, you, I love that, that that's sort of your take on life. You're like, hey, whatever. Yeah. Try Has that ever landed you in a ton of trouble? Oh, my God. Like, you seem like the kind of person that's always, that it always works out for you. Uh, well, I think the past two years of my life have been in a lot of trouble. That's probably due to that sort of approach. But um, I wouldn't change it. I don't think. I was say, you're so smiling. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Is I mean, it, you can laugh it, about it now. Is right. it like the laughter is the only thing that keeps you from crying? Is it one of those things? No, quickly, that's you. Aww. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to find someone else that is that way. Um, if know, I stop laughing for a minute, I'll start sobbing. Yeah, you know, we all have days like that. Don't I mean, we we do, but no, for the most part, I just laugh. <laughs> good. Good for you. That's a good way to be. <laughs> you also wrote about uh, finding comfort food that is actually good for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I team up with um, my friend Tammy. We went to college together, and um, she's... Um, becoming a health uh, nutrition coach. Okay. And she's actually my personal kind of guru that I've always kind of gone to. And, um, yeah, so we work together um, in drawing up these articles. And um, That interests me, like finding comfort, comfort food, food, because, you know, I'm actually, I don't know if you, last time you saw me, I've lost 17 pounds since the last time you saw me. Yeah, you did look different. I thought you got a haircut. No. <laughs> and so I, I got another like 15 to go, but uh, we're getting into comfort foods. That's pretty fast. I'm insane. See, you are insane. I'm nuts. It's too fast. I think you're under. It was the running up the stairs. It kind of started with that, to it be kinda honest. It kind of did, yeah. It kinda, I went, this took way too long. What and- they're referencing right now is that uh, Quigley and I make a lot of bets and uh, challenge each other to do crazy things. And uh, uh, he lost a bet to me, and so I made him run up 22 flights of stairs at the Tribune. And there's Which is a video. impressive. Mm, it, you I did it do impressively it a, fast. Yeah, well, I, I was it, impressed. Five minutes and five seconds. Yeah. Uh, I want to do that in under four. Like, you can see that video on our Vimeo mm. channel. Yeah, also a Chicago Now uh, Radio's Facebook page, facebook.com slash Oh, yeah, we can put it there, too. Enough mm-hmm. about us for a second. I want to know more about three comfort foods that are good for me to eat, because I'm going to eat them probably this weekend. Well, in the article, one of them is just actually one of my favorites is butternut squash soup, and you can make it without cream, and it's just as delicious. You don't need the heavy whipping cream So I there. take a butternut squash, mash it up, and pour water on it, and that's it? <laughs> oh, Quigley. Well, I personally like to roast the butternut squash. I cube it up with, you know, garlic, onion, whatever mm-hmm. seasonings that you like. Put it in your oven, roast it to get it cooked, and then just blend it together. Yeah, with – you could use water, but I prefer, like, vegetable stock or something like that, low sodium. You know who you healthy. actually – I just realized this. You actually physically resemble – you look like Jada De Laurentiis a little bit. Oh, my God. And she was here yesterday. Uh, she was? Yeah, she was here uh, doing a little demonstration right right behind no us. No way. And so I realized, like, when you were just giving this little, this little demonstration, t- telling about cooking, I'm like, I'm having a weird metaphysical moment. Like, I time traveled. Like you were in a sensory deprivation <laughs> Yeah. This little chamber here. You have this effect on us, Rachel. You make me and Amy think, like, we're, like, riding a rainbow. With uh, a unicorn. I, I actually never said that. <laughs> I, can, I, can tell, there, I can tell you were thinking it, though. You were totally thinking it. Uh, but anyways, m- more of those comfort foods, yeah. definitely on your blog, which mm-hmm. is very cool. Again, The yeah. Art of Advice, Rachel Wolf from ChicagoNow.com. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you Rachel. for having me. And, and, and Hey, did you have a good time, dude? It was great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not going to say who that guy was. There was just a random dude here. There was a random dude here. It's part of the experience.